0: Thank you for tuning in to Pink Slayer News. I'm your host, Christy Fields. Today's topic is love after diagnosis. Before we get into our topic, I would like to give an announcement. On June 23rd, we are having our Pink Slayers launch at the Main Street Library in Newport News, Virginia at 2 p.m. Please bring the family out. We're going to have a good time. Plenty of food. That's right, I said. Plenty of food. Come on out so we can just have a good time and party during the day, of course. And it's also kid-friendly, so please feel free to bring your children, um, anyone who you feel will be a benefit, especially those that was affected by cancer. So even if you were not affected By cancer, you are still welcome to come. And again, it's going to be held at the Main Street Library in Newport News, Virginia. That's on Main Street, of course. And um, the time is going to be at 2 p.m. Please go to my website at www.pinkslayer.org to get more information. It's actually going to be a link on my page that tells you about uh, the Pink Slayer launch. And if it don't come up for you, just go to the Contact Me page and fill that out and request your tickets, and I will respond back to you immediately. So don't forget, on June 23rd at 2 p.m. at the Main Street Library in Newport News, Virginia, we're going to be having a Pink Slayer launch, and I hope to see you all there. Back to our topic of love after diagnosis. The reason for this podcast is I've been in communications with different couples and, you know, singles who have had a horrible diagnosis of cancer and their relationship changed after hearing those words or after having a conversation with with their significant other and in some cases it went well and the person joined them in their fight. And in other cases, it didn't go so well, and the person decided not to join them in their fight, and in fact, leave, you know, them during their time of need. So my question today is: Is it right to leave someone after they've been diagnosed with a horrible uh, medical situation, whether it's cancer or um, even diabetes or? HIV or you know anything that's life altering. To give you a little background on my diagnosis, um my husband and I was together, you know, when I was diagnosed, so I didn't have to go to him and explain to him, look, I have cancer, because he actually heard the words before I did, because at the time I was being silly, I was joking with the nurses in the room. And, you know, when the doctor came in and blurted it out, I was in the middle of being funny, I guess. And it wasn't until I looked at Jermaine's face, I noticed, you know, okay, he must have said something wrong or something that he didn't like because he had the weirdest look on his face, the look of concern. And when I asked him to repeat what he said, you know, he was like, you have cancer, and started drawing on a piece of paper on how he was going to fix me. And I'm still trying to process, you know, how you're going to fix me, but I'm not broke. You know, I'm not broken. I, I don't, I needed time to register what he said. Um, of course, we had the nurses in the room and my husband, but everybody was giving me the look of doom so to speak and I just stopped listening and started trying to process it and I told my husband we have to go and while my surgeon was still talking I got up got my jacket and um we I said I can't do this right now we have to go and we left before I guess he told me it was okay to leave but um That was our experience of being told I had cancer and I really didn't understand how can something like this happen to me. Uh what have I done to deserve this disease? You know, and you know, I thought I lived my life right, and it's nothing anyone can do to get cancer. Let's get that straight, and I understand that now. But when those words were told to me, I was like I thought I dotted every I crossed every T to not get stuff like this, but that wasn't the case. You know, even though I know it's nothing I did to get cancer, you know, Um, those are the thoughts that run through your mind. And as far as with Jermaine, he was also hurt. We both were hurt of the diagnosis because we understood at that point in time that this was a life changing situation and it was one that we didn't neither one of us asked for so even though we didn't ask for this type of information we both dealt with it um jermaine made up in his mind you know at that point in time that we were gonna fight you know he actually made said that for me because i wasn't thinking about fighting in the beginning but that's a whole different story guys but you know he joined in and we took it from there, he made every appointment, you know, he well he was just there, helped with medications, when I had surgery, he helped cleaned up areas that others would not have done, I think. <laughs> but uh it, it was it was a journey that we both took on and I think it was one that it made it easier for me that he also Took it on along with me instead of deciding that this is too much for me to handle. I'm just going to leave. You know, now just because we fought this fight together, it didn't mean that other issues did not come up in the marriage. But at the end of the day, you are still married. You still have marriage issues. You still have kid issues. All those other issues that exist without the disease, Guess what, guys? It exists with the disease as well. So not only were we fighting for my life, but there were times when we were actually mad at each other and he still took me to chemo and he still was there helping me when I needed him to. We still had to talk to each other when we got mad at each other. Um, All that stuff still had to happen because we were still married. We were still having regular marital issues um our good days were good our bad days were bad but at the end of the day when this whole medical situation came up and something needed to be done guess what we did it together no matter how we felt about each other at that time so that's why it kind of hurts my heart when I hear of women going through this alone who were married before the diagnosis, and then once they were diagnosed, their husbands decided to leave. And I've asked Jermaine countless times, you know, what made you stay? Cause we, don't get me wrong, we still had other issues going on in the marriage, but this was one thing that we we really stuck together on. And, you know, we understood that it had to be done. There's no swaying about it so when I've asked him countless times about what made you actually stay you know and help me through this thing he looked at me like okay well I wouldn't have stayed Could we married Is for better or for worse and it just so happened the cancer thing was for for worse so I had to you know he he felt like he had to be there he wanted to be there and he pretty much was. So that's why I kind of feel for people who are in marriage and they thought they was in a loving marriage. And when it's time to um, go through a big journey together that neither one of you asked for and that person leaves, you know, it makes you wonder were they planning to leave anyway before you were diagnosed or were they... You know, or was the diagnosis too much for them to handle? And we're going to get JJ's perspective, um, a little bit in a little while. Uh, as soon as, um, I get, I think he's doing something with my daughter or something. Um, secluded, but anyway, as soon as we can get him in here, um, I'm going to ask him, he's going to elaborate on why he chose to walk this journey with me. And you know, what were some of the ups and downs of his decision?